America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. Hi, everyone. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. We bridge divides, we seek deeper meaning, and we answer life's most compelling questions from experts around the world. Because in a world of uncertainty and division within and out, we will need answers right here, right now. Join me and guests on America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. There's no place like home. Getting home safely is just a click away. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat for more information. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello and welcome to America Meditating Radio Show. I am Sister Jenna and... Always happy to join you on the air when we are moving towards something great. Wanted to give you all a very major plug for the Los Angeles Conscious Life Expo that's coming up on February 6th to the 8th with the post-conference on February 9th. So please go to their website at ConsciousLifeExpo.com. And today we're also going to be interviewing Diane, who is going to be interviewing me on a panel there. And Diana Maxwell will be joining us shortly. Anyway, a situation emerged recently where someone that I have a lot of dealings with, you know, sometimes you start to pick up people's vibrations and you start to question if their intentions are noble or true. But, you know, the better part of you keeps saying, no, 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 this is good, this is a friendship, you're going to believe in it and you're going to keep putting your best forward. But, you know, you get that little intuitive grappling feeling, there's something, there's something. And then even people around you might signal to you, be careful of this, be careful of that. And you're just like, yeah, the Good Samaritan, right? Haven't you been there before? So it emerged where, like, you know, that needle that's on the back of the haystack of the camel and it just collapses. So I had to approach the person and just say, I kept offering you signals. I kept telling you what's very important for me in the relationship is transparency because when I give my all, I give everything to making something work because I'm into something for a greater good. And that's all I really ask for. And of course, it always comes back, yes, there is that authenticity. Yes, we're being honest. And Definitely, the person actually is being honest and, and straight up. But there's another kind of honesty that sometimes people who are intuitive connect to. It is a deep subconscious honesty. Honesty with the self where it is connected to a higher self. That part of you that whatever you think, say, and do... It's just in you that you want to do it for the whole, not just for you. And I believe that one of the reasons why we are grappling with the economy, grappling with better relationships, grappling with health issues, it's because of this lack of internal honesty with ourselves. Do you recall the conversation that I had with all of you maybe last year where I was sharing with all of you, I'm on my spiritual path, I'm a newbie in the ashram, and I'm doing everything appropriately. The way I walk, eat, you know, sit, speak, it is supposed to convey that you're on a spiritual path. Basically, you're already a sage on the stage. 
And I remembered how well I did it, that folks would just come and basically tell me, wow, you're like a god, you're like a deity already. And of course, your ego buys into that. But after my first four years, I was sitting in our meditation room, which is called like Baba's room. And I remembered looking at God's light and I said, I think it's fine that everybody thinks that I'm this, but I am not that. And so what do I do now? Where do I go from here? And what happened in that millimeter of a second was a flow of light, a rush of light, in which the energy of God says, I accept you as you are. Always remember that. The issue is, do you accept you as you are? And I remembered getting up from that meditation, realizing what perfection was. It wasn't necessarily emanating physically the perfect image or saying the perfect words or being the quote-unquote perfect person, but it was being honest with yourself and with the people around you. And that has its own degrees. You know, sometimes it just feels like folks might not be ready to hear it, but internally I'm clear. And so I remembered my moment of spiritual perfection happened when I was honest with my spiritual imperfection. And I so I hope that helped you to gain some insight and light. And please stay tuned because we're about to get Diana Maxwell, who is the executive director of the programming for the Conscious Life Expo on very shortly. And before we get Diana on, we want to go to our beloved Sister Gita, who has a way of wooing us with her readings. And so now we will ask Sister Gita what she has for us to offer. Good day. And I am knowing that you are all well, physical wellness, spiritual, emotional wellness. And if not, it's in the making. It will happen. So I'm selecting from Daddy's book, one of the world's wisdom keeper. The book is entitled Companion of God. And I've chosen the topic, Pure Feeling. I remember Daddy once saying many years ago, There was a point in her spiritual journey or in her spiritual growth that the body was not cooperating. The mind was not cooperating as it it should or it used to. Service companions were not necessarily cooperating. And she continued with pure feelings and good wishes. And today, Daddy is known to be one of the the souls who have the most powerful minds in the world. So pure feelings. People have experienced a lot of deception in their lives. There has been a lot of exchange of everything that is false. So feelings have been destroyed. It is why stop feeling altogether and have rejected the world. However, When a soul starts receiving something from the supreme, the highest of all souls, the heart opens up. So let us start receiving something from God. So let us open our heart, take God's love and have pure feelings. Let us experience what pure feelings are. Let us have trust in each other and faith in ourselves. Let us learn to love ourselves. Let us have purity in our feelings, then we can experience love. Let us take from God 
and gifts to others. When we have very powerful good wishes for others, good feelings for others, those feelings reach them. We can help each other through the power of our good feelings. Deep in my heart, there is just this one feeling, just as I have received so much love from God. May all God's children receive the same from their spiritual father. Om Shanti, have a day full of pure feeling. you into a place of rest and internal comfort and of course we always like Sister Gita's reading. Well the America Meditating Radio Show is happy to welcome Diana Maxwell. Diana is the Executive Director of Programming for the Conscious Life Expo which is held in Los Angeles and it will be held between February 5th to the 9th and so she has been working on consciousness raising events and endeavors for 20 years. Diana is an all-round activist for consciousness on the planet and is passionate about contributing to raising social and human consciousness across multiple platforms on, in our world. Diana has made several documentaries, including Speak Out for Your Health Freedom, and she is a state-certified teacher who has professionally trained thousands of students in the holistic healing hearts and body work. And today, we are so happy to welcome Diana. Hi, Hi, Sister Jenna. It's an honor to be here on the show. Sure. Thank you for holding on. And we're just all excited to come and see you in February. And I'm sure by now you're aware that Antonia has been just blasting it out and keep telling people she's not even going to be there, but she just wants to be there in spirit. And she's just letting everyone know about the upcoming event that you're working so hard on. I hope you're holding up pretty well. Yes, I'm doing really well. And I'm really happy to say also that, you know, we will be offering the keynotes 
and the panel discussions over a live stream this year for the first time. So they'll be viewable from anywhere in the world. Oh, that's fantastic. Diana, what got you into working with consciousness raising programs? Is it a particular event that shifted you or you just were born in a shifted state? Well, I might have been born in a shifted state, <laughs> but I, I didn't really realize that until I was probably about 18 or 19. I had moved to Los Angeles. I grew up in Ireland, moved to London, then I moved to L.A., and I was actually studying method acting with Lee Strasberg. And uh, method acting is all about, you know, taking off these layers so that you can become your more authentic self, so that you can right. show up you know, in your part. And I wandered into this yoga center called the Center Point for Holistic Yoga, and I got my first bodywork session from this master healer who had been a student of Yogi Bhajan. And I was just amazed at how all these layers started melting away. And then he was talking about some homeopathy or something, and I didn't know anything about it. So I went back later and I asked for Brahma salt. And I didn't really know what Brahma was or anything like that. <laughs> and then all these things just started happening to me, like this amazing being appeared to me in meditation, like really there, just like a gaseous presence with a, you know, giant ruby in his forehead. And, and I just remember laughing like, like a little child. And then I <laughs> gave away everything I owned. <laughs> and then one thing led to the next. And then I ended up working on this, expo called the New World Expo, and I was in charge of putting together a, a crystal geometric shape that represented the astrology for the weekend, and then also programming this room for all the healers. And then it just went from there, and over the years, I've just done one, you know, just, it's been a slow build, but now, you know, just when it's been inspiring, I've worked on these events, and um you know, I feel like they're really powerful places, activation vortexes for people to come together and, you know, there's an intentional energy for healing held there to assist people in their in their transformation. Yeah, I get that. You know, I was sharing with quite a number of friends how 20 or 30 years ago when, you know, the path of spirituality is knocking on the door of your mind, it seemed very slow, very simple, very deep. There weren't a lot of words or ways of conveying what you were going through, and now we have a smorgasbord of that. And I think sometimes the question emerges, you know, what really is this about for me now? So here you are, like all these decades later. How does your spirituality feel today versus how it was at the beginning? Well, you know, at the beginning, I it was like I was entering a new world, you know, and everything was just, new and exciting and I felt like I was on this you know journey and I I learned you know for the first time about how chanting and when you chant and set your intention things will show up but I mean it was just it was just very very simple at that point you know but now I feel like that's integrated and I still experience the miracles but they're they're more integrated, and because of those experiences early on, I just know 100% that this is happening, and that there, and the connection to the universe. It's not something I believe, or it's something mm -hmm. you know I know. 
like so, like sometimes I feel like because of the efforts that were made 20, 30 years ago, it's almost like it's rippling into the manifestation of what we're seeing today. I mean, who would have thought an entity like Google that keeps us outside of ourselves has so many things within their own corporate sector to go inside of themselves? And I'm sure you know by now there's so many meditation rooms coming up in airports. General Mills Campus in Minneapolis has meditation going on there. And, you know, you're seeing this, I wouldn't call it mushroom, but you're seeing this emergence of individuals who are wanting to find a way back in. And I think the Conscious Life Expo is about um, directing individuals back in. And I think perhaps one of the challenges, and I don't know if it is, I'm being presumptuous, is to get individuals who are so into the grid right now off the grid to be able to come to the Conscious Life Expo who are for the first time maybe really searching for that pathway inwards. Is there an avenue for these individuals to um, attend the 13th Annual Conscious Life Expo? Yes, I feel, you know, if we take the concept of digital and Mm. encourage people to, like you say, go inward and take three or four days, which is what the Conscious Life Expo is, and come and have this exposure to so many different aspects of, you know, healing and transformation and alternative thought and listen to, you know, best-selling New York authors and thought leaders and just immerse themselves in that experience. I think that it would be a very positive experience for them. And it's also incredibly affordable. I mean, it's like a giant, you know, metaphysical school. And compared to what you'd have to pay for a full seminar or workshop or something like that, you can come and you can also see what you resonate and what is your path might, you might be interested in. And there's also the ability to meet different teachers and healers and, you know, a lot of the other people that go to the expo too, they're already immersed in the spiritual path and alternative philosophy. There's so many of those people to meet there as well. Right, right. Because I know that one of the areas of interest that I've often kept my eyes open for are really those individuals who have thought about consciousness but have been wary in trying to step into that realm of consciousness. Because even when we look at the word consciousness, it's been quite an interesting word to decode. And if I were to ask you, what is consciousness to you? How would you be able to explain that to maybe some of our listeners who are listening to the show for the first time today? I feel that consciousness is about having an awareness, an overview awareness of everything that is inside and outside of you and developing empathy and unconditional love and operating more from a place of heart rather than from a place of, you know, power over, coming to a place of power with and allowing that energy to to come from your heart and developing compassion and residing in a place of joy. I feel that, you know, that is consciousness and also taking responsibility, you know, on a lot of levels for your thoughts, your actions, your emotions and learning how to, you know, get a handle on your thoughts so that your thoughts aren't running the show because often our thoughts are very (laughs) random and they just kind of spin out and we're off in our heads in some script, I think it's really about being present and showing up for the moment, really. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. You know, the details are so painstaking, aren't they? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, look, I'm sure that we're totally understanding the state that you're in in terms of the dynamics and the intensity as you build up to these next two weeks. February 6th to February 9th, I think folks can come out to the LAX Hilton, correct? And really submerge yes. themselves mm-hmm. into this experience. Mm-hmm. Could you give us like a day-to-day expectation, like what can folks expect each day? Well, on Friday, we opened with a really, really beautiful tribute to Masuru Emoto. We're going to be doing a, a water healing blessing and show some video from his life. And then Kristen Hoffman is going to sing some beautiful songs honoring water. And Kyle Feast is going to be the MC. And Ricky uh, Bias Beckwith is going to also sing with some members of the Agape Choir. And you are also, I am blessed to say, are going to be leading the meditation. So that's going to be very beautiful. It's also going to be live streamed, actually, which is going to be a very wonderful experience. And then that uh, evening, we have Greg Braden, who's going to be speaking, and Master Kip. And we have the uh, Healing with Masters panel, as well as the Ancient Aliens panel. And, you know, a lot of other speakers, as well as we have some things going on in the film festival area, where we're going to be screening the Awake film, the uh, story yeah, of beautiful. the beautiful. Yeah, and then on Saturday, uh, we have the uh, George Nori Forum is happening. We have David Wilcock, MN Shiva Ray, and Alex Theory are going to do a workshop on our vibratory sound body, as well as Nassim Harriman, who's going to talk about the connected universe. Ben Davidson is coming from the observatory, talking about star water, life outside the earth. We have our permaculture lounge, which is going on. And then we have uh, Tom Kenyon's film, Song of the New Earth, is showing. Mm. And, oh, just amazing. And then uh, PMH Atwater is going to do a very special thing called Glimpses of Beyond, where she's going to be going, you know, connecting with people who've moved on and sharing the whole experience with that, as well as the Nori Science panel. On Sunday... Oh, and then we also have a spiritual healing panel, too, which you will also be on, I'm happy to say. Mm-hmm. And that's to going to be a, it's going to be a special, uh, because it's, it's not just going to be a discussion. We're actually going to share healing experiences with everybody that's in the room. So the people on the panel will be sharing guided, um, you know, journeys for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, we have a lot of great panels as well, UFO panels. Geoengineering, Afterlife, Psychic Phenomena, and then we have Jim Mars is going to be speaking, and John Holland, he's a renowned medium, he's going to be doing a keynote, Catherine Woodward Thomas, Matthias Stefano, Gary Quinn is going to be talking about the power of yes, (laughs) and then we also have post-conferences, so it's a very, very, we have like 200 speakers, I think, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the leather panels and the permaculture lounge and the film festival and the Latino program, which is a beautiful program. It's all done in Spanish and translated in Spanish. Well, that's um, wonderful. It just mm-hmm. feels like it'll be like a one-stop weekend to get what you need as your fill. And, <laughs> I mean, it just seems like nobody can be turned away. And so we really want to invite everyone 
in listening, pass it on and tell your friends because whatever it is you're looking for, at the end of it all, you're looking for something within yourself. And Diana has dedicated more than 20 years of her life working on events and programs leading towards transformation, but especially the raising of global consciousness. And before we let her go, we would love for Diana Maxwell, who is coordinating and directing the programming for the Conscious Life Expo, to share with our listeners, you know, when we talk about global consciousness and we talk about transformation, are there some thoughts that you have, like some steps that you would offer somebody that says, if you want to change the world, this is what you should do? I go with the... Uh, you know, the thought that if you want to change the world, you have to change yourself first. Mm. And if you start living a true and conscious life and practicing harmlessness and really, you know, eating good food and meditating and doing yoga and also just really having kind thoughts and every time you have a negative thought, you know, you can be aware of it then just dissipate it with pure white light and keep coming back to love and compassion Beautiful. And I think very practical steps are, you know, start to cleanse your body, start a yoga practice, start a meditation practice, you know, start reading inspirational books, find a pathway that resonates with you. You'll probably find a lot of different pathways and you'll you'll keep one path will lead to the next and each door that opens, you know, will open into another awareness. And I think sometimes if you feel intuitively that you it's appropriate to do something, even though you don't understand why just do it because, you know, you don't know what's beyond that door. It could just be the pathway to the next thing. So I think that's how you keep things moving forward. I love that. I love that. It's organic and it's unfolding. Well, thank you so much um, for joining us. I know how busy it is for you at this time. Um, And before, (laughs) it was so sweet of you to get on the air. But we really want to support, and we have been announcing it uh, as much as we can. So we definitely want to contribute in whatever tiny way we can. Before I let you go, is there a life quote that Diana Maxwell is living by currently? And if there's anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners, please do. And looking forward to seeing you at the Conscious Life Expo. Well, thank you so much, Sister Jenna. It's been lovely talking to you, and thank you for uh, making the time to have me here and for everything you're doing to support the Conscious Life Expo. And I don't have necessarily a life quote, but I just love the John Lennon song, Imagine. And I heard that song when I was really, really young, and it just struck such a deep chord in me. I was a child at the time, and I just have kept imagining the world being like that ever since then. And I feel like, you know, I feel like that is going to happen and that that should be the the world anthem. And one Mm. statement I really like, something Yogananda said is, a true guru leads you to yourself. Mm -hmm. Nice, I love that. (laughs)
So a good guru will lead you back to yourself. And if you are looking for a good guru, I'm pretty sure there'll be many at the Conscious Life Expo. And hopefully you will definitely find yourself when you're there. At the tail end of the journey, it's all about changing yourself, isn't it? If you want to raise global consciousness, if you're capable to raise your own consciousness, I believe you have raised the consciousness on your planet. I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation with Diana Maxwell, Executive Director of Programming for the Conscious Life Expo. And keep in mind that I would love to see you out there with myself and all my friends. Do come on out to the LAX Hilton, which is Los Angeles uh, Hilton, February 6th, 7th, and 8th. And the post-conference will be on February 9th. If you want some more information, just contact ConsciousLifeExpo.com. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio Show. And if you'd like to hear this archive program, visit us online at America Blog Talk Radio or Spreaker. Tune in. We'd be happy to take care of you there. Or just go on the Pause for Peace app where we'll get a chance to play it back as many times as you possibly wish. Remember, as I end the show all the time, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And maybe we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. Take care. We'll end with Holy Holy by Ricky Bias Beckwith from Agape. Holy, holy way. Holy.